Was Kid Lycos story finished? Did he overcome the vulture Spike Trevay in a cage match? Well, we're about to get into that and a hell of a lot more that happened at Progress Wrestling's Twisted Metal show yesterday on the Hitting the Turnbuckle channel. First things first, a big shout out to all of the guys at Progress. Um, we went there yesterday. Uh, we partnered with them, obviously, going forward for the year. Uh, they were very, very hospitable to us, took us all the way up to our balcony where we were uh, sitting for the show or standing for the show. So we certainly didn't sit down, that's for sure, even though we could have done. Uh, we didn't, but it was nice to meet Lee and Kat and the rest of the gang and Martin as well. Um, and also a shout out to the ring crew, because my God, did you have a job on your hands yesterday to try and get the cage constructed in, in a quick time. Uh, they certainly managed to uh, <clears throat> exceed expectations for me anyway. But enough about me and our experiences, which are great. Take a look out for the photo dumps on Instagram coming today, tomorrow. Let's talk about the show. Um, now, the opener on this uh, was a great way. I mean, we always say with this, you know, with the pre-show matches or anything like that, you need to get the crowd into it. What better person to get the crowd into a match straight away than Jack Bandicoot? He is a jack-in-the-box, so to speak. Maybe that could be his new name. Jack in the box. He is all over the place. The crowd were involved. He was taking on uh, Noah's uh, Tahishi Ozawa. Apologies in advance if I do mess up any Japanese names. Uh, I'm very, very poor with that. Uh, Yochi, I think, is the one later. Hopefully I've got that right. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, Jack Bandicoot against Ozawa first. This was a really fun opening. You had Jack springing around everywhere. You had Noah's you know, Ozawa really trying to stick it to him with some stiff shots. Uh, really fun and enjoyable opener, uh, which Jack Bandicoot won. I'm really interested to see where Jack goes because he has got a lot of energy. He's got a lot of great moves. He gets the crowd going. The crowd are always so behind him. And, you know, we're only in the end of February now. I mean, by the end of the year, is Jack going to be in line for a shot at any championships uh, progress. We'll obviously have to wait and see, but very impressive encounter. A solid, solid opener for me. Loved it. And then the show started, and we on this show, we always say, on, you know, hitting the turnbuckle when we review shows or when we go to shows, it's like, make sure you start the show hot. So the first match on the show, not the pre-show, the actual show, needs to be hot, needs to get the crowd involved. The crowd needs to be, you know, energy, you know, have a bit of energy about them. And what better way to do that than those cheeky little buggers? Yeah, uh, Gene Money uh, and Alexis Falcon uh, come out. I, Lee, if you're listening to this, can you send me their theme? I think it's tremendous. I, I, I was in the balcony. I'm not a very one for dancing or anything like that, but I was bopping along to their song. I thought it was brilliant. Anyway, um, they were taking on Gene Money and a mystery partner. Now, Gene comes out and another character that just gets the crowd going is Gene. He is one of a kind, one of a many kind. Him and Crowley are probably two of the best characters in British wrestling. They can go in the ring as well, don't get me wrong. But character-wise, outstanding. Uh, Gene got on the mic and said that his mystery uh, partner uh, was delayed uh, and wouldn't make it to the show. Uh, more on that later. Uh, by the way, but he did have another partner at the last minute, and, and the partner was um, CPF's Danny Black. Now, the big difference between this one is I've only seen Danny in CPF, so normally he comes out to the Backstreet Boys, uh, Backstreet's back, and he's doing all the dancing and all of that stuff. 
this was a more serious Danny Black. He was on his own music, he, you know, <clears throat> and it was great to see that twist in his character a little bit. Twisted metal, twisted character, could work. Um, but it was really good. There was a lot of comedy in this match, as you can imagine, between the, the two teams. And, and Danny got involved in a bit of the, the comedy as well. But when Danny gets it in the ring, and like Charles, like Gene, even like Alexis, when the comedy part of it stops and they wrestle, it is brilliant to watch. And this match was funny. It had, you know, it was just a great way to open a show. Uh, the cheeky little buggers picked up the win on this match. And all I'll say is, and I've already said it, more on this later to keep it keep listening on. Um, now here's where the Japanese name. So again, you've had Jack Bandicoot, who's got the crowd going. You've had the cheeky little buggers who the crowd love, and Gene Money and the crowd love. Who do you bring out next? To get the crowd going even more than that. Yeah, you guessed it. The lyrical dragon, man like Dries, the 0121 guy raps to his song as he comes out. The crowd are all over. I will say this, just on a side note quickly. Whoever does somebody, I know Dries does his own theme, but whoever does a lot of the themes in British wrestling, you need knighting. Because they some of these themes, if you like that sort of thing, some of these themes are incredible. Uh, but Doris sings his own way out, um, and he was taken on Yochi from Noah. I hope, I pray, I've got that name right. Um, this is going to sound controversial, may raise a few eyebrows, but you do know that when we review a show, we are always unbiased. Just because we partner with someone, or just because we're a part of a show, it somewhat doesn't mean to say that we can't not say if we didn't like something. I thought this match was the weakest on the card. Um, I thought it started really, really slowly. There was a lot of rest holds to begin with. There was, I felt as if, you know, I was sitting there and it was kind of like um, an old school WWF, um, more like a technical power. If you ever watched those when you were growing up and maybe I'm showing my age a little bit, but if you watch like a, I don't know, who, who's, who'd be the best? If you watch them like a band, not even like a band, but I mean, like a, even like an Andre even, because it was that sort of, there was a lot of the headlock takeovers, a lot of sort of, you know, rest holds. And it kind of got to a point when I was losing a bit of interest and then it heated up. And when it heated up, that got me back and it pulled me in from this sitting again. This isn't Doris that I know. I mean, the Doris matches that I've seen and I've seen quite a few of them, he is, you know, um, on it. Maybe it was a case of, I don't know if they've ever fought before, so they may just have that bit where they didn't gel together, because you know you do have to have that chemistry in the ring. Maybe this lacked a little bit of chemistry, I don't know. Again, controversial opinion, but unbiased, as we have to be uh, when we're reviewing shows. Nevertheless, the back end of that match really kicked off, and when it kicked off, it kicked off great, and a uh, man like Doris picked up the victory in that nice shake of hands as well, as there was, uh, you know, as there has been in a lot of these matches, Good shake of hands at the end of it, sportsmanship, and man like Doris will uh, win, goes to winning ways at Progress Wrestling. Now, the first title match of the evening was Riho against the debut at Emerson Jane uh, for the Progress Women's Championship. Another banger of a theme song, Rio's. L love it. If you like that sort of thing, it's fantastic. Uh, Emerson Jane debuts. I, I've heard a lot about Emerson Jane. First time I've seen her in, in the ring, actually. And actually, this match, I was really pleasantly surprised. Again, because I didn't know a lot of Emerson Jane. I've heard the name. The name has been out there. It's not like she's a newcomer to wrestling. Her name has been out there in, in, in random promotions. I've just never seen her compete before. 
I think she was at Wrestle Carnival, I think. Maybe not. Maybe not think that's right. Anyway, um, it exceeded expectation. This was a really hard-hitting women's match. I was, you know, really surprised. Again, maybe because I, I knew Rio. I've seen Rio. I love Rio's work. She's Northwest strong. She's got, you know, she could, her and, you know what, if they ever done a mixed tag of North, I'd love to see her and Jacobs come together as Northwest strong in, in a match. Glee, if you're listening, book it. Honestly, I'd love to see it. Anyway, um, this match was really, really good. However, just as it was getting really interesting, it gets interrupted and the DQ happens because Nina Samuels decided to come and attack Rio. Nina Samuels obviously got the Progress uh, Women's Championship in her sights as she set out to attack both uh, Rio and Emerson Jane at the end of it. Um, Rio did eventually uh, help Emerson Jane back up to her feet and Nina made a quick exit for now. More on that in a minute. Um, but interesting where that goes with the Women's Championship. And Nina Samuels is a belt collector. I mean, she's probably got more belt. She's got more belts than some people have had matches. You know, she, and she's very, very good at what she does. Um, we then had a video package from Costa. Now, he announced that R&M were going to be at the Dome uh, coming up in the in March. Um, but he was interrupted by someone who's found the title. Paul Robo Robinson's been looking for. Uh, he's found it. And he was a bit worried when he got told where the title had been found and he cut the interview short. So we're very, very interested as to where that goes. And uh, I wouldn't want to be in whose shoes that title was found in. Anyway, uh, moving on. Next title match now, uh, which was the Progress Wrestling Tag Team titles, a Smoking Aces against Sanity. I mean, you know, the crowd, I mean, they hated the Smoking Aces as part of Spike Treve's team. You know, part of the Spike, part of Spike Treve's uh, reign or regime. Uh, they hate them. Charlie and Roth getting absolutely obliterated at ringside um, by the fans. It's quite funny, though, to be fair. Um, and they were going on against Big Damo and Axel Tishner of Sanity, the Sanity theme live. I mean, I remember when it was like when they played it out live, uh, it was great. And just to hear it again, and the, the, it just echoes around that arena with the beat of the music. You could feel the walls just pounding. It was such a, a really great entrance. I and mean, it would have been, as I said before, when they got played out live, it was better. You know, would have been better, but when it got hit last night, it was fantastic. Love the beat of that music. I say the walls were literally shaking uh, to it, but I did really, really enjoy that uh, the entrance again, and the match itself was great. Smoking Aces, you know what? They were doing a great job of cutting that ring in half with Tishner and and you know giving him a bit of a beating. A hot tag to Damo. There was so many little near falls here and there. However. On this occasion, the Smoking Aces did reign supreme. But they were talking about how they can beat any team in progress wrestling. Um, and out come those cheeky, cheeky little beggars. Your buggers, sorry. Cheeky little buggers come out again and basically taunting them a little bit. There was a little harsh comment, I think, on there by with uh, one of them about uh, Alexis, you know, basically saying that she's the woman so she should shut up and listen to the men um, and the challenge was laid out and they did have the balls as much as Alexis said they didn't Smoking Aces did then take on Crowley and Alexis Falcon for the Jag Team Championships and I think that you all may know 
where this leads to, yes, the cheeky little beggars, buggers. I keep saying beggars and buggers. What's going on? The cheeky little buggers pick up the tag team championships. They beat the smoking aces. The crowd, they they went mental at this point as Charles and Alexis what they did here, twerk their way to win. I mean, twerking up the ramp and all of this stuff. But ah, uh, it was just such a great. That was a that was a great great moment. You know, they always say sometimes matches and shows are about moments, and and that moment for them, the Charles Crowley Germany doesn't win many at Progress to pick up the victory. Alexis, who couldn't go for the women's championship uh, when she lost to Lana uh, Austin, and you know for that to happen. For her to pick up tag team gold uh, was just an amazing feeling. And it really, that was a feel-good moment there at Progress. And would there be more to come? We'll wait and see. Um, after that now, we had a, a really impressive women's match. Lizzie Evo uh, against Kanji. Now, I've seen Kanji before. Lizzie Evo I hadn't seen before live. I've watched some of the stuff on on socials, but I've never seen her live. And you know what? She come out, flipped everybody off. She, you know, she, she has got, there is just something about her. Like, I don't know what it is, but it was her look, the way that she walked around. She just walk around doing the finger, but she, she was just, there's just something about her. And it, she's got it. If, if you, in wrestling fans would understand what I mean when I say she's got it, there's something there and she's just nailed it. She's so good. Kanji's great. Two out of three falls had something interesting. I hadn't seen it in ages. There was one where Kanji got whipped to the corner and the, the actual rope fell off. Um, and they were wrestling predominantly through this match with what well, they wrestled the whole match, really, pretty much, with just well, the top without a top rope in, in for most of the majority of it. Um, Lizzie picked up the victory on this. Uh, maybe has she has her sights set on Rio, but I did say earlier on that Nina Samuels hadn't finished yet. She come in the ring. She started attacking Kanji. That brought out Rio, and it brought out into a mass brawl. Uh, Nina Samuels has really got a bone to pick with some of this women's division. I'm hoping, actually, uh, um, we're going to get a chance to speak to Nina uh, Samuels very, very soon about this and about her plans for the Progress Wrestling. I'm just trying to see when she's free. She's a very busy lady, and uh, but she does have something to say, so... We will uh, wait and see uh, if we get her on. But Nina Samuels comes out, attacks it all. Rio comes back in, big brawl. And uh, future matches, future tag maybe with them two, it'd be, with them four. be very interesting if that ever gets made, Lee. Um, next match, Simon Miller, Rob Drake. Uh, this with Lana Austin. Now, before we went out, this was, I believe, there wasn't an admission slightly before this, and uh, Lana was out. With uh, you know, I thought she was going to do some Lana Oki Lee. Um, by the way, she wanted to do that. We need to live. We need to hear it. We need to hear Lana Oki. Anyway, this match was you know a really good sort of face be here with manager. If you know when the manager's involved, and and you always have to keep your eyes on your head. And Simon was having to keep his head on a swivel for a lot of this match. Simon hadn't really won many matches in progress either, but he did this time. He won, he picked up the victory. This was a really, again, this was a quite a, I feel with this one was because the next two matches had a lot of meaning to it. I felt as if this one was positioned slightly just to bring the crowd back there. We had this great two out of three falls match, crowd on a high. And I feel as if this one just needed it, the crowd just to get back down to a level 
ready for the next two. And it done its job perfectly. The crowd would loved it. Don't get me wrong, they were into it. But you did need that moment just for the crowd to watch a really good wrestling match, but at the same time, just get down to a level ready for the excitement, knowing what the two matches next were going to bring. And it done a great job of that. And Simon Miller did defeat Rob Drake. And away he goes on to win a central. There's a little backstage skit with them and the cheeky little buggers that you need to see if you haven't done already. Um, the first of the Lycoses was out now. He'd Lycos to and Bullet. Um, you know, <clears throat> Bullet, I think, been undefeated for ages. Another man of Spike's reign or regime. Um, you know, this was, this match itself was a classic, you know, Small versus big guy. Lycos was running around, doing all these good moves, getting some advantage. And the moment he got to the upper hand, he would get smashed down by bullet, a big clothesline or a big chop or a big slam or something along those lines. And Lycos just kept getting up and kept flying around and bullet kept knocking him down. And Lycos went for a brain buster that he couldn't hit. Eventually, he hits his big Death Valley driver. The crowd goes crazy. And Lycos, too, defeats bullet. In, a, as I say, a great, quick, great little, little versus big man match. And it told that story so well. That's another important thing about these matches. You can have the best wrestlers in the world that can deliver top quality matches. But one of the most important things that you need to deliver on these is great storytelling. And these two done amazing storytelling. The crowd are on a high. And then the steel cage gets built up. And they, as I said at the start... The ring crew done a brilliant job. And shout out to a good friend of mine, uh, Adonis Payne, who was part of that ring crew. Uh, good to see you as well on Sunday. He done a great job, as did Dale. Uh, so Calval. What did, what did I forget? So Calval. Big fight feel to every match with her. You know, that's the key thing with SoCal. And it's massive for ring announcers that, you know, when they announce these matches, you need to project that voice. It needs to sound as if it's important. Big shout out to Valve because she'd done that fantastically uh, throughout this night. But the cage was built and out comes Lycos. And here we go. The fans are going crazy for him. They want him to end the reign of Spike Trevay. Spike comes out. And again, we go back to music. And as much as I hate Spike Trevay, love the music because it suits him as well. And he comes out with the vulture mask and he's pacing around the cage. It's Spike Trevay's home that Lycos is in. And obviously Kid Lycos 2 is back. The smoking aces are back around the ring. They get locked in the cage and there's just this pause. And this like, you know, and it's kind of this energy just subsides for a minute and we all catch our breath. And then we just go and they go at it. And Lycos is dripping with blood at one point. Spike is annihilating him, throwing him into the cage, doing all sorts of maniacal things that Spike Trevay does so well. Uh, Lycos comes back and he then throws Spike into the cage and Spike gets colour and they, he tries to escape. And there's a smoking aces with chairs smashing the sides of the cage. And then just at one point when it looked like Lycos had had this match won, the smoking aces slammed the door on Lycos's head. They super kicked Kid Lycos too. And at this point, you're thinking, Spike's going to continue and he's going to win this. And then all of a sudden, out comes Damo, out comes Tishna, out comes Money, out comes Derice, and they take away the smoking aces. And then it's kind of, well, it's not a level playing field in numbers. 
but it is in terms of people. They're not going to be able to do what they need to do. Lycos hits the brain buster for a 2.9. And at this point, you're thinking, Treve's kicked out of the brain buster. <laughs> this, he's going to go on and do something. Lycos hits, I think it was a, a swanton or a senton off the top of the cage, right in front of me, pins him one, two, three. The, the fans are banging the mat as he goes up to the cage as well. He hits the move. The ref counts three. The electric ballroom absolutely erupts. Everyone has gone crazy. Kid Lycos finishes his story. Spike Treve's reign ended. Now, I did say at the start, <laughs> everyone was celebrating. Rest, all of the, the Reese's and jeans and everyone like, was all celebrating around ringside. Out comes Session Mock Martina with her luggage. She was obviously meant to be Jean's partner. She was delayed. She come out at post-show. Um, but my God, the whole landscape of progress wrestling has changed in one night. Yes, that night being last night at Twisted Metal. There is so much to look forward to coming up on progress wrestling as well. It is going to be a hell of a year and a hell of a ride as they move to their next show. And their next show is not too far away either. It is, I believe it is at the Dome at Tufnell Park in March. And our good buddies are going to be on there as well. Uh, we also uh, want to say a big shout out to True and Lacey. They're going to be on the show coming up um, at, uh, Tufnell, at Tufnell Park. They're going to be on it as well. So is Rio. Uh, Nina Samuels will be on there as well. So get your tickets already. Go to progresswrestling.com slash tickets to get your tickets to the shows. But my goodness me, Progress, thank you so much for a wonderful, wonderful night of wrestling. It told an amazing story, which is one of the most important things, like I mentioned earlier, about wrestling. So thank you so much. A big shout out to my boys at the Ministry of Wrestling. Uh, to see you guys again. And like we always say to every show that we attend together, you can't start the show without our customary stage or ring picture. So big shout out to the boys at Ministry of Wrestling and thank you for uh, being you guys and just keep doing what you do. But guys, this has been the Progress Wrestling Review as the landscape of Progress Wrestling changed at Twisted Metal. Get down to Tufnell Park in March to watch the next show. Tickets go on sale at progresswrestling.com slash tickets. And we'll see you at a, new, at a show very, very soon. But until then, everybody, buckle down, stay safe.